Welcome to Ride the Line, the greatest podcast in sports betting entertainment. My name is Tanner Kern, certified G, bona fide stud, and you can't teach that. In this right here, this is G Money Grant Mitchell. We are here bringing you the picks for Thursday Night Football, an epic battle between Easton Hockey Stick and the Las Vegas Raiders led by Aiden O'Connell. It should be interesting. We get to bet on it at least. This is why betting was created. Grant, bada boom, man, the people in the room, are you riding this morning? Absolutely riding. Riding into one of the worst primetime matchups in recent memory, but you know what? It feels like every week we get to see it set a new low, whether it's Josh Dobbs and company winning that game three to nothing. Now we got Stick versus O'Connell. The quarterback talent, I know it's because of injuries, but it's just in the drain right now. But like you said, this is why betting was invented, to carry us through the dark times of Thursday night football when we do have Aiden O'Connell going against Easton Stick. Easton Stick had a good career at North Dakota State. We forget about that. Easton so Stick did Bailey Zappi. He had 65 touchdowns in the season. Well, Bailey Zappi is the new starting quarterback for the New England Patriots. That's a, that's a reputable name right there, Grant, actually. <laughs> Bill Belichick's done. His career's over. I saw um I saw a picture the the other day and it said it said you guys are laughing just wait until this happens and it's a picture of uh Bill Belichick in an Alabama coach's jacket next to Nick Saban I thought that was funny it wouldn't surprise me like special advisor to the head coach I feel like he needs to be a head coach though he needs to be an yeah athlete. and I think he wants to break uh, Bill Walsh's all time record I, I don't see him going to college I think he's gonna get a coaching job somewhere for sure oh yeah somebody will hire him the the Commanders potentially. The Chargers. I, don't, I think they might have pulled out of the race. I'm interested to I'm interested to see if it's maybe the Chargers because you know Brandon Staley's not going to be there. No, I mean it, he probably would work wonders for Justin Herbert. At least they think they think he could do what he did maybe for Tom Brady. Who knows? But anyways, before we start talking about Thursday night football, make sure you guys subscribe to the YouTube channel, like, share, comment, do it all down below. We will get back to you guys. Check out everything on WSN on our website. That's linked in the bio as well. There's articles, there's promos, there's sportsbook bonuses. You name it, it's on there. And Grant, let's get into the get into the matchup here. Chargers versus Raiders. The Raiders are currently a three-point home favorite. I feel like that's almost a little bit lofty here in this spot. Two quarterbacks who can't do a damn thing. What do you think? Yeah, it, it's pretty interesting. Neither one of these teams has been good against the spread um, this season. I mean, the Raiders are 6-6-1 six, six, and one ATS. The Chargers are 5-8 and eight ATS. So you're not going in with a precedent of success for either one of these teams. Obviously, they play in the same division. It's going to be a division ma- divisional matchup in prime time. Probably going to be a pl- close game. And then you look at the fact that total's only 34 points. The line's only three points. You know, the oddsmakers aren't really expecting either one of these teams to separate themselves from the other. I'm going to be on the Raiders at minus three, and I'll admit I would love to get them from minus two and a half. Probably going to wait until kickoff, see if I can find that somewhere. But at minus three, I would still be willing to take that risk because even though they failed to score against the Vikings the other week, what do we know about the Chargers? They have one of the worst pass defenses in the entire league. And Aiden O'Connell, you know what? He hasn't been bad. Sure, he hasn't been scoring a ton of points, but he hasn't been making a bunch of mistakes. He has been able to move the ball a little bit. I feel like with Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs, you know, that's just as, if not more formidable than Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler and company. And I think the Raiders defense is probably a little bit better. And I just don't trust Easton Stick stepping in this lineup, nor do I trust anything that Brandon Staley is going to do in primetime. 
So Aiden O'Connell loves to turn the ball over. But on the flip side, too, you have Easton Stick, who really hasn't played a lot in his NFL career. So he's only thrown 25 passes in his career. Not a lot of experience. Aiden O'Connell does win in the experience area. But at the same time, too, he's been turning the ball over. He's got, let's see, four, five, five picks in the past four games. So he is making mistakes. And I think there's going to be opportunities for the Chargers to take advantage of it. Like I said, like like you said, I agree. The Raiders defense is a little better in the spot. But overall, when you look at the rankings, according to coldheartfootballfacts.com, Chargers coming in as 18th in the quality stats power rankings. That goes beyond just what Justin Herbert was doing. Defensively, they have done some decent things well. They're ranked ninth in defensive hog index. Um, so hopefully they can shut down the run with Josh Jacobs, force Aiden O'Connell to go to the air and ultimately find a way to win this football game. But for three points in a truly a pick kind of game, I'm going to lean towards the dog here and hope that Brandon Staley can get it on track before he gets fired. Yeah, normally Tanner and I pick spreads here. I will say I think the money line is much safer. You know, laying a field goal is definitely <laughs> If there's something to hold out for, though, it is the fact that, you know, the Raiders are four and three at home, despite being only five and eight on the season. So that's certainly going to help them a little bit. I think the Chargers, I mean, they've just consistently messed it up when they had Justin Herbert, who's a top 10 quarterback in the league. Now you're getting somebody that no offense, Easton stick, but probably not even a top 30 quarterback in the league. I just think that team's going to be very deflated. The coaching is awful. I see them coming out super flat and the Raiders powering themselves to a win. Yeah, I'd probably lean under here as well. Like 34 feels a little too much in this spot. The Chargers offense wasn't really clicking with Justin Herbert. They don't have any sort of run game. I don't think Easton Six is going to light up the scoreboard. For the flip side, for the Raiders, they're not scoring that many points. They play pretty good on the defensive side of the ball. So 34 seems like a, a good amount of points for these two teams. Yeah, I don't disagree. And as we've talked about, you know, every week, damn near, it's prime time. Those games go under. That's what we've seen all season long. Yeah, so leaning under on there, we're on opposite sides of the spread here. When it comes to the props, I'm looking at a few here. I think Keenan Allen goes over his receiving props because I think that's the that's the man who's going to make plays. They don't have a line currently listed on FanDuel. There was one on Bet365 the other day, I believe, for 56.5. I think Easton Six is going to have to go to Keenan Allen consistently in this game. But my favorite line for receiving, it's the only charger on FanDuel currently right now, is Austin Eckler over 27.5 receiving yards. Eckler has not been able to run the ball effectively this year. We know that. He started you know, like a 55-yard game on the ground with touchdowns. Very good for him, but he can catch the ball out of the backfield. He was doing it consistently with Justin Herbert. Now you got a quarterback in here who's going to be looking for those short passes, those bailout kind of passes. Eckler's the guy receiving those. Over 27.5 feels very good here, considering he was at like 34, 35.5 with Justin Herbert. And I I almost think Easton Stick helps him in the spot because these are the these are the routes that he's going to look for consistently in this game. 100% agree with that analysis. I think that's spot on. And what do we know that opposing defenses are going to do when the starting quarterback goes out, especially a, a top 10 starting quarterback? Well, we're just going to bring those guys, sink them down into the box, and, you know, good luck running the football. We'll see if Easton Stick can beat us through the year. That is going to open up the Chargers playbook to having those plays that are designed passes, but really they're just extensions of the run games, you know, the swing passes, the screens. I think you're going to see some of that too. So I do really like that pick, Tanner. Who are you going with? Uh, my favorite prop, because I'm taking the Raiders here, I'm going to take Josh Jacobs. I mean, the Raiders have been able to move the ball a little bit, like I said, even if it hasn't amounted to a whole bunch of points. They're going to be able to move the ball against this Chargers secondary. And when you get near the goal line, you've got Devontae Adams, who is an amazing option to have, but 
you know, with Aiden O'Connell under there, just play it safe. I think they're going to give the ball, put it in Jacob's stomach, let him run it three times in a row near the goal line if he has to. Really, one touchdown could be the difference in this game. So give me Josh Jacobs. I'm looking at plus 110 here uh, as an anytime touchdown scorer. Let me just do a very quick check to see uh, what else you can get him at. Uh, Jacobs. And the best you can get, it looks like, is plus 130 at DraftKings, plus 115 at FanDuel, plus 110 at Bet365. So look around, see what the odds are at if you are going to take this bet. But yeah, I like Jacobs to get in the end zone. Yeah, I like that as well. Um, scoring is going to be limited in this game, but I think he's one of those guys that can score. Eckler is potentially a guy that can score. You look at his anytime touchdown prop, I believe it's plus money. Um, which is very not surprising because there's just not going to be a lot of points scored. But Austin Eckler, anytime plus 170. That was usually minus 130 uh, and lower prices even for that. So it's good we're getting some value here, even without the starting quarterbacks. Like Justin Herbert's been good, but he hasn't been able to score points either. So you're almost looking at the same kind of style for both teams. Yeah, I do absolutely agree with that. I mean, where do the Chargers – I just want to ask you this question. What do the Chargers do? Because – They've spent a lot of money. They've acquired a highly talented roster. And for five straight seasons, they've gone under their win total. I mean, I don't think you're going to say anything crazy like move off of Justin Herbert. But what are, what are the steps they have to take to get back into contention? New head coach. That, that changes the building. I think defensively, they have a decent football team that's maybe underperformed a little bit more. Like they've gotten lit up in the secondary. We've seen that consistently. Um but offensively, they just haven't found a rhythm. Like they've committed to the run game. They haven't been able to run the ball effectively, though. But they're not giving up on it. It's just not working. So I think in the offseason, you got to find a way to get that run game going because you have a quarterback that is very talented. And if he gets a little help in the run game, he's going to be able to light up the scoreboard. He just hasn't been able to do it this season because they don't have that run game. Yep, I agree with you. Do we want to talk about these Saturday games at all? Or are we going to say that for Friday's show? We should probably save it for Friday, but just looking at a few of them, um, we have Vikings. Do you, know, do you know why we have three Saturday games? College and So, like, the NFL goes to this now with college being done. And we have some bowl games, too, on Saturday, but we got Vikings, Bengals, Steelers, Colts, and then Broncos, Lions. Broncos, Lions should be a, a fun game Saturday night. Yeah, I agree with that. And uh, that's actually – there's a pick in there. It's probably one of my favorite spread picks of the week, but we will save that for Friday's show. Save that for Friday. Make sure you guys come back on Friday. You know, we should probably just talk about Saturday on Friday. We should just break down every single Saturday game because people, that's all eyes will be on these Saturday games. So um, with the playoffs looming and the Lions needing to win and the Broncos being in playoff contention, it'll be fun to watch. Yep, I agree with that. Before we head out of here, Tanner, a little bit of a shorter show, not the most interesting Thursday night matchup in the world. So let me do the audience a favor here. or I call it a favor. We'll see how it turns out. But let me go ahead and give a little NBA pick. Um, in case you guys haven't been checking them out on WSN.com, the World Sports Network, Monday through Friday, I do write-ups of NBA games. So far this season, I'm 22-12 and 12 in my picks, and I'm 11-3 and three over my last 14, so on a bit of a heater. We have got a rematch of the Eastern Conference NBA in-season tournament semifinal 
That was a mouthful. Pacers versus Bucks. You got the Pacers at plus six and a half on the road in Milwaukee. Tanner, I don't know how you're going to be looking at that one. Obviously, the Pacers were able to upset the Bucks. They outscored them by 12 points in the fourth quarter, ended up winning by nine, I believe, to advance to the championship. At plus six and a half, I'm just going to go back to the well. I'm going to take them there again. The one thing that has really determined how the Bucks have played is Damian Lillard. Uh, he's averaging 28 points in wins and only 18 in losses. He's been very bad shooting the ball in his last two games. I think he was three for 17 on Monday. So you know what? I'm not saying the Pacers are going to win, but they very well could, and I like them at plus six and a half. It's a tough one because you do have the the revenge factor a little bit here. I would probably lean towards the Bucks team total at 132 and a half. I'd probably go over on that because the Pacers don't play a lot of defense. Um, we're seeing these totals massive, massively high right now. So I think the Bucks have a better offensive night. Just get a little revenge here and go over there. But as far as picking a side, it makes it really tough, the six and a half points. Because I want to take the Pacers. I also think the Bucs, if they come out and play their best game, blow them off the court. Yeah, Giannis is averaging 45 and a half points in two games against the Pacers this season. So that could also be a, a prop line to look at. I think this is the third time this season the Pacers have set the all-time record for highest projected win total. This game is at an over-under of 258.5. Just, just to compare that, I mean, we've also got Grizzlies Rockets tonight. That's at 212. So pretty large difference between those two. I think what was 258, the semifinal line? That was like the highest 255. ever. 255 was the semi line. So this is three points higher. Yep. No way. Wow. That's crazy. Well, again, we'll see what happens there. I, I would probably lean under. It's just a lot of points, though. I'd go over on Bucks potentially. But if I'm looking at a game, like that's a lot of, you got to be pretty efficient from the field to hit this line. Yeah, 100%. Uh, you got anything else? Are we good to head out of here? Good to head out, Grant. Good to head out. That was Ride the Line, guys. We appreciate you watching on this Wednesday edition for Thursday Night Football. We'll be back on Friday with another episode. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, like, share, comment, do it all. Grant, take us out of here. That's going to do it for Ride the Line, guys. We appreciate each and every one of you tuning in. Comment, let us know what your favorite picks of the day are. Check back on Friday's show to hear us talk about the NFL weekend, and we will see you all very soon.